0: Many, many moons. Yes. And we seem to be receiving a Vox transmission. Yes. Uh, okay, so welcome yes. to the fucking <laughs> Q&A long, episode. Long, 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 long away to Q&A episode. Yes. You see,
1: what you fail to realize is that this is just the world's most out-of-season
0: April Fool's joke. We kept it going this long. Yes. Nobody called us on our bullshit. Yes.
1: The greatest April Fool's joke of all People thinking we would upload within a reasonable human time frame.
0: <laughs> Ha-ha. We told you that would only happen if GW picked this up. Ha ha, got him. They haven't picked this up yet. <laughs> got him. Uh, so without further ado, let us get into the questions. Yep. You, the viewers, the listeners. Because this is an all audio uh, medium. You, the listeners, are sent in. Uh, the first one comes from a Mr. Joe Gumbel. Uh, He says, hey guys, I hope this makes it in time for the Q&A pod. Well, guess what, Joe? It did. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the last episode was fantastic as ever. Keep those memes coming. Don't worry. We're working on, we're cooking on some shit. Uh, he says, I would like to know your thoughts on an orc theory. The orcs are keeping the emperor alive because whatever orcs believe in actually happens and the orcs believe in the emperor. Surely this would mean that the emperor could never die, so as long as enough orcs believe it. Keep up the great work. Many thanks. Thanks. Okay, so I'll- you're more of the orc guy than me, uh, you know, I don't particularly enjoy them, but what do you think of this
1: theory? So, I like this theory, I find it hilarious, um, big if true, but not really, because if that's- because, um, that logic would then ran- affect everything in Warhammer 40K if the orc if the power of orc belief was the sus- the
0: main sustaining factor in the emperor because unless it was a feedback loop yes where you know the emperor being sort of a quasi chaos deity because the orcs believe in the emperor the emperor then manifests man- then exists so then the emperor can then exert its influence on reality Which continues to bolster the orc's belief in him, which continues to bolster the power of the emperor, and so on and so forth.
1: Well, if that's the case, then why is it that every time um, Blood Ravens or any other space marines who are painted red or have red on them are around orcs, they don't immediately get faster? Because that works. Well, see, I don't know. Me either. It's entirely possible. It's entirely possible. Is. But like I feel like the distance between the Emperor and the closest gang, closest giant significantly sized bunch of orcs. Um, it's possible with all the ridiculous shit that's going on in forty K, especially now that the orcs are doing the majority of the heavy lifting in terms of keeping the Emperor alive. That's not it, yeah. that's not far. To, that's not a stretch, but I the agree. orcs being the main sustaining force of the emperor, that that's a bit much. Because of you know, from all that we have seen of wah and en- of wah energy, yeah, I will be doing it every time I have to say wah. Yep. Yeah. So
0: it's a it's a legal requirement
1: yes, as a, a a fan of orcs. If you don't say like wah, you have to hand in all your. Um, badly painted minis and um, soda cans with wheels glued to them that you can't use at a GW (laughs) tournament anymore because GW is bullshit. So anyway, um, all that we know about orcs implies that all of their belief, that their belief is localized, that the magic of their belief is localized to a certain distance around the orcs. Yeah, okay, I get that. We have where orcs can, for example, orcs can breathe in space because they don't understand, because they never had it, because ex- regular orcs don't get that there's no air in space, and so because of that. Is that true? Yes, that is true. Are you fucking I am not. Me? You know how orcs just shoot themselves out of cannons? They can breathe in space. Un- That's fucking bonsai. Hold on, hold on because now I get so I know I love orcs. I love them so much because they are rid- I know. ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So there is a story. There's an instance where um, orcs, so you know there are different kinds of orcs. Some orcs are basically space pirates. So the space yeah, yeah. pirates are smarter than, are smarter than the average Freebooters. orc. Yes. Yeah. Freebooters. Yes. They're yeah. smarter than the average orc. So those guys know that there's no air in space. So there, there was a moment where a Free Buddha's captain was with a bunch of other orcs who were just, just leaving the planet, and as they were shooting the orcs into space, the Free Buddha captain looked at the orcs and was like, what are you doing? You get they comp, there's no, like, what are you doing? There's no air out there. And then all the other orcs went, what? And then they all died instantly because they all realized they He's had no anything. air in space. Yeah, So Uh. this right, this here, and also the fact that, so if you want to talk, so if want to talk about the emperor is strong because the Yumi's because the god of the Yumi's is really strong because the Yumi's crump shit good. So that would be localized exclusively to orcs in the proximity of the emperor, which is why you know the orcs you know orcs believing that blue is lucky means that orcs fighting ultramarines get their mar- orcs that ultramarines get their or- Mary Sue shit from orcs.
0: See, I thought the entire time, up until now, that that's why the ultramarines, that was the in-universe justification onto why the ultramarines were so good at everything. No, that's just something Which, because... we made up. <laughs> Are you fucking with me? God damn it, I'm so deep in the shit, in our own shit. That no, I can't we see We didn't it. make
1: it up, but that's the community made that up. I understand. Because okay. like that is because um for the same reason that people joke about the mechanicum being toaster fuckers.
0: Yeah.
1: It's like that yeah, okay. because there's no real in universe explanation for why the ultramarines are just like that. Okay. So a lot of the time people just do it's because of the orcs. Yeah.
0: Because I definitely it's the easiest
1: explanation. Because we yeah. s- so Logically, with the... Outside of, you know, us... It, you know, us, the people outside... The canonical reasoning for that... For the orcs being support... Kind of a supporting factor in the Emperor... Would make sense because there are orcs on Terra... But okay. not to such an extent where all the orcs everywhere believe that. So yep, there would be yep, yep, yep. some orcs that are constantly fighting... Come like you know the orcs were scared of Yarrick or the yeah yeah, yeah yeah or or the what I can't remember the um the blue Imperial fist successors where their whole deal is that they're Castilian.
0: Oh um the um uh not the Crimson Fist. Yeah no it is the, the Crimson Fist, yeah. Oh okay. So
1: those guys the orcs that deal with those guys would think that and be like wow the god of the Yumi's is really big and strong because he makes the other Yumi's do yeah, this yeah, yeah, yeah. thus that would go to the emperor but orc, orc's world like galaxy wide don't really agree it's not like an agreed upon thing where it's like how orc technology works because they believe it works that's how they get teleporters and that's how they can make ships out of space yeah, junk yeah, yeah, and all of yeah, that yeah. shit Because that's how orc physics work. Right. However, the orcs supporting the emperor isn't a universally agreed upon thing, because that would imply that all orcs, to some degree, have respect for humans as adversaries. True. So, some orcs, maybe. Not all of them. It makes sense, because, again, it's the orcs. There's a guy who literally, there's an orc... Warboss went back in time so that way he could have two of his favorite yeah. gun and it worked and he does yeah
0: true yep yeah I mean look at Tuska Demon Killer oh uh, yeah Demon Slayer whatever his name is Demon. Yeah. the, the fucker just yeah the fucker can live in the warp forever yes. and just kill things yes. not even he's not even corrupted he's just there
1: <laughs> he's just there always yep. killing demons yes and Corn finds it so funny that he's just there forever he keeps them alive yep. yeah exactly. In conclusion, that's why I love the orcs. I'm very glad we got to talk about the orcs. The, if we ever get to an orc episode, I'm just going to talk about f- that forever.
0: <laughs> good. Well, that was a very good question, Joe. Thank you for sending it in. Yes. Uh, next one comes from Jennifer Pepper. Uh, she says, I have two questions. One, do you all have a Discord server? We could. If enough yeah. people are interested, yeah. let us know and we'd like one. Absolutely. Uh, two, the actual question: How do you feel about the possibility of one or more loyalist Primarchs coming back post Robot G-string and the fall of Cadia? If G Dubs decides if that that if money is on, if G Dubs decides to do that, my money is on Lionel Johnson coming back because they probably would be the e- easiest to happen. Once again, the podcast is great. 12 out of 5 stars. Thank you very much for your for your rating. Uh, and very good question. Thank you for sending it in. Yeah. Um, I think I've stated my personal opinion previously in the episodes. Um, I think the next one to come back is going to be Lionel Johnson, since he is literally just sleeping yeah. on the rock right now. Yes. Um, there is also the possibility of Dorn, but that's more of a fan thing, because GW has said multiple times that he is deceased. Yes. But we, ne- we never saw the bodies, so we don't fucking know. Anything. Valrak
1: is out there.
0: Yeah. Valrak,
1: if you ever hear this, don't let the flame die out!
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, so... If that is... That's my personal opinion. It's Lionel well. Johnson uh, doing a bit of a wake-up mm-hmm. sense. Because especially uh, GW released... With all the Primark books coming out, GW released one specifically about Luther... Uh, Lionel Johnson's Adoptive Father. Mm-hmm. Excellent book. What? Excellent book. Outstanding. Uh, and it talks about him being literally the first heretic um, right. because of his disillusionment with the Order and Lionel Johnson taking all the credit and so on and so forth, right. um, leading, leading up to his inevitable rebellion. But he is imprisoned on the rock, uh, was imprisoned, uh, was being operative. He escapes at some point. Ah. um yeah, and he's now a-, a muck on the universe again, I see. Um, and I think that he is searching for a way to redeem himself in the eyes of Lionel Johnson, because he felt quite awfully about how that whole uh, situation ended up, so yeah. I think he's going to find a way to resuscitate Lionel Johnson, yeah. uh, and then I think Lionel Johnson is going to come back and uh, act as a foil to Robote Gilman.
1: Yes. I agree, because out of all the- Even though Vulcan's immortal, and Jagatai Khan has never really been implied to be dead- Yes. Um, Lionel Johnson is literally just in a box with a switch next to it that says, Do not open until such and such date, at um, which has passed eons ago, and no one found- yeah. He's literally just in the, the fucking- uh, in a fucking tube that's in like a broom closet somewhere
0: and no <laughs> one's Harry been able to his fu- ass. yes
1: and no one is able to find him
0: somehow but you bring up good points i mean uh jagged icon is still alive yeah. he's just in the webway somewhere yes. um fucking we talked uh, about revenge. the
1: giant fucking lifted mad max style dodge yes. charger
0: perpetual yes. yeah
1: <laughs> just the man is out there in like the fucking last Chevy Impala ever made that's been converted <laughs> into a monster truck that is exclusively playing the Who at maximum volume with like a dark Eldar <laughs> strapped to the front of it Mad Max style.
0: Yep. Uh, that being said, Vulcan is also still technically alive yes. because Vulcan can't die. Yeah. He's in the Perpetual. Yes. Um, so all his sons need to do is complete his fucking 12-step scavenger hunt. <laughs> uh, and he'll come back up. Yep. Yeah. It's like we need um, him
1: back no no not until you find all of my things you must come by like she's just kind of like i just i'd like to imagine that he's just kind of in on fucking nocturne and people they go and they ask he's just in a ford somewhere in a cave and like oh great Primarch vulcan please we need you S- shit's happening in cadia like i would but, um, have you found all of my artifacts? <laughs> West, we're, we're we're in the middle of a grand emergency, Primarch. We have... Then I cannot help you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I could help, but I will not.
1: Yes. Besides, it is Cadia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who gives a fuck, yes, right? Yes, it is Cadia. Something tells me that, um, Cadia will stand.
0: <laughs> yeah, Cadia stands. Am I right or am I right? And at this point, uh, just the fucking Black Star Forge Katie, Katie does not stand any longer. Yes. Of, of unfortunate. Yes. Uh, but, very good question. Yes. Yeah, I, I bet money on Lionel Johnson. I'm with you there, Jennifer. Yeah. Uh, thank you for sending your question. Yes. Uh, next one comes in from Laurel. Uh, she says, hello, I have a question for you. I have a question if... What the fuck is... I have a a question I have for you. I am dyslexic as fuck. Uh. Uh, A question I have for you would be this. How did you get into this world in the first place? As in, what was your introduction to the universe slash your first infatuation within the world? Uh. Looking forward to the chaos of this. Hope you're both doing well. Sincerely, Lauren. Thank you for your question, Lauren. Appreciate it very much. Um, My first kind of introduction to this was completely on accident, actually. Um, I was on Amazon.com. Looking up for, for some things to buy, because I had like a gift card or something for my birthday, and what got recommended to me by Amazon was a model of Karn the Betrayer. And I was like, okay, cool, it's like a cool little action figure thing. I order it, it comes in, uh, and I don't know if you've ever assembled a Warhammer Mini before, <laughs> Anesius. they yeah. do not come in assembled. No, no
1: they don't, you have to physically uh, glue that shit together.
0: Things I did not know because uh, like i said i had never what, fuck, what the fuck what the fuck's warhammer yeah. i don't know anything about this shit so i get the th- i get the things i need i get the model glue i get the paint and i'm gluing together and painting karn the betrayer and i'm like this guy looks badass as shit i'm gonna look look something up about him because i don't know anything about this character and then I immediately, you know, stepping into a you know rabbit hole is the expression. I went head first into a fucking sinkhole because I, I didn't stop and I haven't stopped. And this was this was recently. This was probably four years ago, wow. four ish years ago. And then from there, I bought all the Horace Heresy Horace Heresy books. I've read them all twice. <laughs> I uh, read the entire Eisenhorn series. I have a three thousand point Chaos army, a two thousand point Space Marines army, a fifteen hundred point Guards, uh, guardsmen army, I, I associate with this shit so heavily. Yes. And it's only getting worse. Um, I, I was telling Anesius before we started here. Uh, I just bought Total War Warhammer three and have sunk probably seven hours of that in uh the past forty eight hours. Um, all of my free time goes into Warhammer. Uh, and it is an infatuation. That is a correct terminology yes. to use. I don't know about you though. So.
1: I can trace it all back to one instance and that is way back when I made a friend and I'm still talking to him now I don't I he listens to the podcast occasionally so Israel if you're seeing this thank you um he showed me a video and that video was the original animated spas marines yes and that it was immediately from there and I, it, I that was my introduction to Warhammer, and from there I watched an AMV of the a Sabaton AMV of the original Ultramarines movie. Very good, which yes. is on YouTube.
0: It's so bad. It is.
1: I watched it. It's the worst. It's it's the worst thing yes, I've ever seen in my life. It. I've seen much worse, but that's just because I seek out the the I seek out <laughs> yeah, the funny. Do. That is true. Yeah. Avery knows this. <laughs> We've had conversations ad nauseum about this shit, (laughs) so, yeah, my introduction to Warhammer was through the memes, and then because of the memes, um, in the beginning it was just, oh my god, this shit looks cool! Dudes with guns and giant guns and chainsaw swords, wow! And then I watched, um, TTS.
0: Yeah, TTS. And
1: that was my that was the day I fell headfirst into the sinkhole because I See, learned the... lore through the memes.
0: Yes, yeah. Yeah, I I actually was late on to the TTS scene because I I get this thing where if people like something very very much, I don't associate with it. <laughs> um I don't know, it's a social problem I have, I know. Um <laughs> But I, I, what really the creator, the content creator that really that really sucked me in was um, fucking Arch Warhammer, uh. and and I know fuck Arch Warhammer. Yeah, uh, this was before he was an outright Nazi on the internet. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I uh, yeah, think but,
1: Arch, you you can go ahead. Arch is important to the formative years of both of us in this whole thing. I think.
0: I think, yeah, I think early Arch Warhammer was, uh, back when he was called Arch Warhammer yeah. and not just Arch, yeah. um, back then, I think he was a very good pillar of the community, and he, I know he brought a lot of people in. Uh, unfortunately, his political views have very intertwined with his Warhammer content, and that has yeah. pretty much spoiled it for me, at least. Yeah. Um, but... That being said, that's what really pulled me in. I mean, his Siege of Rack series was something I listened to all the way through. I used to listen to that to fall asleep at night because it was just I was just so into it. Uh, and then after I realized how horrible a person he was, I moved, I shifted around. Um, you know, Valrak is an amazing uh, Kirkaroth. Kirkaroth. Um, he does a lot of uh, miniature stuff, Looting and then I got into kill. the war game. Luton, Major Kill. I'm a, I am ai actually just uh, re-upped my Patreon membership to Major Kill, so ah. throw some support his way, everybody. Yes. He's funny as shit, yes. and lot less problematic than Arch Warhammer. Yes. So,
1: I got into Arch Warhammer similarly because I watched his fucking series on uh, Armageddon.
0: Oh, yes, that was a good yeah, one, too.
1: That was my favorite shit, and that Arch Warhammer is how I got into Warhammer fantasy. And then I listened to the shit Arch Warhammer was saying... <laughs> Like, as... Like, I make edgy jokes. We make edgy <laughs> <Yeah>. jokes here. <laughs> yeah. And, like, there comes a... There's, like, a certain distance between, like, her der edgy joke f- for edginess' sake, and I'm I'm saying this joke because I want to say horrible shit about people, but can't, so I'm just going to make un- like, jokes that aren't really funny. It's just kind of yeah. like... Just race, it's like, I have, it's the racism. fucking, I have <laughs> an edgy, I have an edgy sense of humor. Racism. You're
0: just a racist. Yes. No.
1: So, as I know, it may not sound like this, but I am, in fact, a black man.
0: <laughs> shocker. Yes, I shocker,
1: I know, I know. But, um, yeah, that kind, like, art 4 Hammer was my introduction to the complete rabbit hole of just how fucked up. The fucking internet fantasy RPG shit gets yeah. So Arch Warhammer was my introduction to that, and then I started playing D anD D, and God, that shit yeah, got weird. It got, it got worse. It got, it got so worse. much worse. But yeah, um, I honestly, Arch Warhammer is a lot of people's first Warhammer YouTuber,
0: and I think that's why he still has such yeah. a, a loyal fan base, is because people. Associate him with just them coming into onto the scene. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, you know, l- listen to us, don't listen to us. I don't really yeah. care. I mean, we're a fucking two bit podcast, yeah. but we, can, we're, we do this for fun. Yeah. We're, you know, we're not positing life experience here. Yeah. We just understand that the things he says aren't nice things. Yes. And, um you know,
1: our um we here have a firm, solid policy, which is, um, Fuck, Fuck Arch, Arch Warhammer. Warhammer. Um, but yeah, we can't tell you what to do. Do whatever.
0: <laughs> do whatever. Support him, Don't support him. It's all the same to us. Yeah. I mean, we just do this for fun. Yeah. We just we just don't want that to um. You know, we just want people to understand yeah. that not everything in this uh, not everything in this fan base is as fucking.
1: Yeah, it's uh, not all Arch Warhammer.
0: It's not all Arch- Arch Warhammer, and we well, we no, understand he's that he's not
1: even Arch Warhammer anymore. He no, has you're right. He's you got Arch Warhammer strength.
0: for a while. It's not yeah. all Arch. He's just Arch. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a large. Yeah. Yeah. It's it is what it is. Yeah. Anyway, Lauren, that got a little sour, but thank you for your question. Yes. Uh, next one comes up from Jared. Uh, he says, "Hey guys, first off, I gotta say, I absolutely love what you guys are doing. It's been very chill to listen to some 40k lore from and to and from work." Uh, also, your views on some of the writing decisions made by characters are also hilarious sometimes. Thank you very much, Jared. Uh, his question is, if you guys got any merch coming in time- anytime soon, I'd be down to support. Let me know. Uh, and that's the same vein of the Discord question. Uh, if you want it, we'll make it. Oh, absolutely. So We have a list of ideas from shit. We have some good fucking merch yeah. ideas. So if you guys yeah. really want to see that shit and have genuine interest, we will put together some things. Yes. We'll we'll make a
1: fucking Dorn buildings T-shirt.
0: Yes, exactly. Okay.
1: Dorn buildings. Yes. We have we have a list of merch ideas. We honestly, if I'm being completely honest with you, I didn't think this would take off the way it did.
0: I honestly yeah, thought this would
1: just kind of be a thing we do for fun, and it just it's kind surprising of, to both of us. Yeah. Honestly. I'm surprised that the the viewer count went up the
0: way it did, even after it the did. hiatus. Yeah, it did. And you told me on on a couple occasions that you've been recognized by your voice. Yes. In like public discords yes. and stuff. That's fucking bonkers. Yes. So
1: to those of you who know me in person, hi, hello. I'm just as surprised as
0: you are that you found me. <laughs> All of us are surprised.
1: <laughs> so yeah, if so yeah, you want merch? If you want a Discord server, again, let us. If enough people ask, we'll put stuff together.
0: <laughs> we will definitely put something together. Yeah, thank thank you for your question. Yes. Uh, next one comes up from Rachel. Uh, she says, "I was wondering what happened to Earth at the beginning of the setting. What triggered the initial conflict?" And then I can't stress this enough, the sign off on her email is the funniest thing I've ever read in my life. Please kill me. Right. <laughs> uh,
1: first of all, no.
0: How are you supposed how are you supposed to get
1: your merch stuff if you die? If we
0: kill yeah, exactly. Yes.
1: Uh, to answer uh, that question, I don't think it's ever said. I think it's just implied so... that nuclear Armageddon happened a long time ago and now there's no water.
0: Yeah, so... Uh, humanity overpopulated. Uh-huh. Um, society collapsed. This is like... 5,000... Year 5,000-ish. 5, uh-huh. Um, society collapses. Basically, it turns into Mad Max. Uh-huh. It's Mad Max for a long time. Yes. And then some separate states emerge. All the water dries up because... Uh, Mad Max? A, a set... Mad Max, all the um the nukes go off, yeah. all the water dries up, mm-hmm. all the, the polar ice caps melt. Uh-huh. Um uh some nations uh form. The biggest one is named Ursh, I think, and that pretty much is modern day Siberia. Um basically like Siberia to like um Germany is like Ursh. And that's where like the chaos sorcerers lived. Uh, and I know they talk about this in the first Horse Heresy novel um, or first, whatever the t- first trilogy of the Horse Heresy where it's Garvio Logan going through whatever Right. Um, uh, him and Carol Sinderman talk about the history of old Earth, of Terra um, before the Unification Wars and there is uh, when the final battle or whatever is going on between two warlords uh, they say that they summon essentially demons uh, to fight the battle for them and to win the war and then the demons stick around for a long time after the battle's gone uh, and these demons are like literal like warp spawn yeah. that the that the sorcerers uh, of the of this nation summoned. right so that's earth was not a great place yeah. um, and then for like a, for like 10,000 years it was like this uh-huh. no. For, like, 20,000 years, it was like I see. And then the Emperor decided to play Kenshiro. All the while, the Emperor was kind of pulling shit, pulling strings, because he was alive since fucking 5,000 BC. Right. So he's orchestrated. You'd think, you know, being with all omnipotence and all-powerful, the strongest psyker in the world, he could have stopped something, you know, convinced, you know, Hitler not to invade Poland shit like that yes. but no nah. all, to, all to his grand design yes remember everything happens for his
1: reasons because like, it's implied that all of the bad history shit absolutely happened to the emperor Washington is like excellent this is exactly what I want hard cut exactly. to screaming death on a battlefield that Alanius Pius is on because remember yeah. <laughs> Alanius Pius who is the guy Perpetual. who died to Horus was
0: in every yeah. war ever. Pretty much, yeah. Somehow. <laughs> <Yeah, I mean, laughs> um, it's really funny that you bring that up because in the um, Siege of Terra novels now, uh, I just finished uh, Mortis. It took me like fucking seven months to finish. Um, I don't like Titan shit. I think Titans are boring. I'm sorry, but it's true. How do you make care. giant robots not cool? <laughs> I don't care about the fucking politics of. Ooh, this Moriarty doesn't like the Moriarty of a fucking of an of a warlord titan from across the field because of the the conversation they had forty five minutes ago. Oh god, I don't. Oh god, care. it's the It's the
1: political shit from. It's just the politics of Gundam.
0: It, it's like god it's damn. like every single Horace Heresy novel has to spend a third of the book just talking about the humans. <laughs> I don't. Give a shit. <laughs> None of us are here to know what the fucking Remembrancer who was attached to the goddamn Iron Warriors fleet gave a shit about. I don't care. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, yes. I forget the point I was bringing we up. Were talking oh, Eleni's Pious. Eleni's Pious. Um,. There's a scene, uh, basically, Fulgrim and the Emperor's children fuck off from the battle Mm -hmm. uh, at some point. Once once Dorne, like, kicks the shit out of Fulgrim, they just sort of fuck off. And they, like, run around Terra doing their own things. They essentially summon Slaanesh to the planet. Um, They create, like, a weird Garden of Eden mirage thing that attracts, like, normal humans to be slaughtered to. Uh And Pius is, like, hooked up in the spell. And along with John Grammaticus, who's, like, another Perpetual, yeah. who's, like, was part of the Cabal and shit like that. Yes. We'll talk about the Cabal at some point in the future. Yeah, I think we um, did back uh,
1: in the, uh, fucking Conrad Kerr's episode.
0: Oh, we might have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but Alanis Pius recounts his time sailing with Odysseus, uh, going through the labyrinth, uh, with Theseus, um, and it's like, how, how old are you, man? Are you just... Listen. Are you just forever? I, if that's the case, <laughs> Olani's Pius
1: has been in ever- Think about the concept of surviving and fighting in literally every major historical conflict ever. Ever. And somehow, Greece is the one you go to. Yeah. Not World War One, Two, Vietnam, anything involving the Middle East. Okay, Odysseus. I'll tell you the
0: justification. <laughs> I'll talk about the justification, because he has a little crew of, like, scoundrels. Oh. The last time Linus Pius was in a book, before this time, was uh, the this, the Battle of Kalf. Right. Uh, the Mark of Kalth, right. the book about the Kalfitra, yes. Um, Where he essentially takes this ragtag group of survivors, uh-huh. and uses an anatheme... Uh, a ritual knife taken from a member of the, essentially the Blood Pact, before the Blood Pact was a thing, Uh uh, a traitor guardsman, and cuts a time rift and steps through it (laughs) with his crew. Oh. uh, And comes back and opens the rift in the middle of the fucking desert on Earth during the Siege of Terra. Uh Um, And he was recounting and how this is like his crew, talking about his crew, and then remembering- I was part of a crew once, oh yeah, I was part of Odysseus' crew. Back in ancient Greece. Forty-three thousand years ago. Yes. No, more than that. <laughs> Might have been, yes. Yeah.
1: Because it's the fortieth yeah. millennium AD.
0: Uh no, thirty-second in uh, the horse heresy. Yes,
1: the thirty-second millennium AD. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. There's a lot of shit in between all of that.
0: Yeah, you could have thought of any of it, but and you
1: didn't. nope. That's fine, nope. I, I, you know, now that we're here, I think we. Now that we're here, I think we can go on. W- what were we talking about? <laughs> uh, Earth. Yes, Earth. Um, so I have a fun little theory that I like to posit because all of the little nation states where the various guard were from. That was where the those were all places that the Emperor went on his fucking anime protagonist Kenshiro journey. Yes. And um, he just decided as he traveled you know what this will be like he walked to the fucking Peaky Blinders town that the (laughs) Dusk Raiders were made in and he was like you know what this is really cool I should make Like, I should see if I can grow this in a vat. This is fucking cool. And then Mortarian was made. He went to, like, fucking Wasteland Russia and listened to the remnants of the last hard bass musician in the world. (laughs) (laughs) And we're like, this is outstanding! I should make this a legion. And then he visited, like, the future Baneen blacksmiths of Africa and was like, this is out... Yeah, that's what he did. He just went on, like, a fucking world tour and was, like, plagiarizing everything he went to. All
0: the while slaughtering millions of innocent people. Yes,
1: like a true anime protagonist. Exactly. <laughs> Collateral damage be damned! Yes, He would go there and be like, wow, this is amazing! And then it would all be reduced to smoldering ruins and he'd be <laughs> like, I will commemorate the this. For, for, uh, the Fourteen but, of you that are still alive. <laughs> yes, and I will turn you. I will like the, exclusively the specifically the children because those are the only ones that survived <laughs> the misbreed shit. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that that's what the emperor was doing. He was that's while all that shit was happening and the world was collapsing, he was out just kind of writing and doing just live just. Avery, you've never played a yakuza game. No. Okay. So, the Yakuza, as a series, it's like a Martin Scorsese movie.
0: Oh, I understand.
1: But, in the middle, in random points in the Martin Scorsese movie, there will be, like, Simpsons episodes, basically. Peculiar. The game is serious, but there are side quests that are just out of left field ridiculous. I get you. And they exist in the same world as the fucking hard-boiled crime drama that's going on. That's kind of So, like, you will fight... I have a turn... I'm, I'm... There is a point to this, dear listeners. So you will have... Those of you who are familiar... Where you can, like... Have a fucking moment... Where you're told ta- Where you You are almost shot in the back of your head... By... Back of the head by... Your longtime friend and brother... In... As you leave the Yakuza... So that way you can avenge the honor of the Yakuza... The Yakuza, the Yakuza boss who raised you... And so you fake your own death and you go back and you have this dramatic talk with your best friend and you talk about why you can't hang can't speak to each other anymore because this is the right thing to do and you're going to do it got going to do it friendship be damned and then right after that you can go fucking play a fucking guitar hero karaoke for 3 hours that's a lot that is absolutely yeah that's what i think was going on for the emperor where There's dramatic, horrible, Mad Max chaos shit going on. And then in the middle of that, he meets some random merchant that's like, Hello, large, muscular man. I am in need of (laughs) someone who is powerful enough to help me find my missing cat. And then I have to go fight, you have to go fight an increasing series of maniacs in order to find my cat, who has now gained sentience and is now the leader of an army of maniacs, who serve him? You now have to fight the biggest and strongest maniac, a guy named Krusty Dave, in order to get my cat to come home. After which, the cat will have a dramatic speech about the importance of friendship and remembering where you came from. As the cat comes back to me, sentient, six feet taller, and made of muscle <laughs> and covered in spiky armor, but still my best friend. And that the Emperor has a moment he's like, you know what? Wow, it's super important. You know, you gotta remember where you come from. It's very important. You just have a whole fucking life lesson about that. All the while, there's, like, fucking armies of demon warriors fighting in the background next
0: to him. So it sounds like Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Exactly. <laughs> very <good>.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so that's what I think the Emperor was doing that whole time. He was living out the fucking Yakuza fucking... Like plot plotline. Those of you who know what the fuck I'm talking about will understand. Those of you who don't see what I just fucking said. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, that's what I there. That's what I think happened. That's my opinion. This is all conjecture because, of course, GW doesn't want to write any of that shit because no. none of it is profitable.
0: Right. I mean, I'd buy 500 copies of it, Yes, but I would
1: absolutely love to see the fucking prequel thing to The Last Church, which is the emperor helping a kid get a ball out of a tree.
0: No, it's canonically the last bass artist, which is what you said. Yes, It's the, it's the last heavy bass artist in the entire world, yes. just slamming rips out. Yes, the fuck, That's
1: That's the prequel to The Last Church, the last fucking hard yeah, bass yeah, yeah. rave. Yep. <laughs> just the emperor covered in glow stick, like... Oh, mighty heart, like, oh, my, like, what is my name? My name is Yami. I am a connoisseur of this kind of music. I've been listening to it for quite a long time.
0: All, all of the time, <laughs> you yes. might say.
1: Yes, is... <laughs> So, yeah, there it is. There's your, so if anyone from GW was <laughs> listening, there it is. Someone make that the prequel to The Last Church, The Last Rave.
0: Do it. Do it. <laughs> the death of modern Hell. society.
1: Yes. Hell, if no one else does, and if everyone complains wants merch we may end up doing that. <laughs>
0: It'll happen. Yeah.
1: That's going. That's that's. I feel like that would be the last rave. <laughs> <laughs> there's something for
0: the merch so, table. <laughs> there's another idea for the list. Yep. Yeah. There's there's something for the Patreon page. Yep. Which we will we will be starting soon. Um, okay. Uh, next question comes from Tommy. Uh, he says, Why 40k? Of all the possible fantasy genres out there, what makes 40k so great in your opinion? Also, why isn't it more widespread? I'm sure when the movie comes out, it'll gain way more mainstream popularity, but I feel like even when I'm talking to nerds, they barely know anything about it. Side note, what do you know about the movie so far, and what should be looking forward to slash beings skeptical of? Sincerely, me. Wait, movie? <laughs> I think he's referring to the Eisenhorn TV show. Uh Um... I'm just fact-checking myself. I see.
1: So... Why is 40k so... That is a good question.
0: Um... Dude, the only movie that comes up is the fucking ultra <laughs> bullshit we were talking about before. <laughs> it is a fucking 5.6 on IMDb! That's much better than I would've given it! Wow. You
1: know what I think we should do? I think at some point in the future... We should, like, review the Ultramarines movie. We could do that. Yeah.
0: It's painful. I only watched 15 minutes of it. I've watched it. Um,
1: I find it hilarious.
0: I find it giving me a headache yeah. most of the time. Yeah.
1: That's because you take the lore seriously, whereas I do not. <coughs> I know. Yeah. So, why 40K isn't popular, I think, may. It's complicated, I pers—I follow a lot of 40k pages on Instagram and whatnot, so I know for a fact that 40k, as in most fantasy, tabletop, things that people enjoy in general, has a very staunch group of people who are like, things have to be the same. Yeah. Change is bad because it scares me. Yeah. Yes,
0: because I'm a small little boy who lives in my mother's basement. Yes. And, like, I
1: understand, that's part of everything. That's Pathfinder D. Yeah. That's every- yes. As a metal everything. fan, I understand. I lived in the fucking caves with the fucking- the fucking black metal weirdos who were just like, if you've been minorities and- <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes.
1: So, yeah, um, beyond that, that's honestly, I feel like. I don't know why I brought that up. That's not really as big of a proponent as it, I think. Well,
0: no, yeah. because I think you make a decent point because inclusive inclusivity is a big problem with 40K. Yeah. Um, every time, I mean, just fucking look at the fucking... I mean, we were talking about Arch Warhammer before. Yeah. Look at the fucking shit he espoused about the fact that there was a black man on the cover of an Ultramarines novel. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, it's the galaxy-spanning Imperium... You're telling me there's not a single fucking black person ever. Hold on. What
1: kind of racist are yeah, you? In the five hundred worlds of Ultramar, mm-hmm. there is not one place that has like an Africa.
0: Yeah. Are you fucking with me? Literally, in the Horse Heresy, there are Ultramarines described of having dark and olive skin. Yes. Are you how scared? How how yeah. insecure are you of yourself that when you see that? you get upset and i get the whole oh my yeah i don't get it i understand what they're saying when they say you know gene seed makes them look like they're primark but these are primaris marines motherfucker they're not going to look the same as their primark that's the whole point of of breeding out the flaws yeah
1: furthermore i feel like if you would do that if you took like a black someone who's really black and he mixed in the genes of mega blonde Robute Gilliman, you would just get a larger more jacked version of Drake.
0: Exactly, yeah.
1: <laughs> there we go. Someone edit that shit in. That's gonna there be funny. Go. So I'm so, as a minority in general who's who does fantasy shit, I recognize that that's a consistent thing. That's why a lot of things don't get the kind of popularity they do. Yeah, that's why D and D's like Pathfinder is a lot more, like there's a lot more shit going on with Pathfinder that makes it more inclusive. They have you, un- they have a union. They're much more inclusive and diverse in their game, but they're not as pop. Also, they're not as popular because they Warhammer 40K does not have a critical role. D and D has become yes. cool because of critical role.
0: Critical role, Dimension Twenty, yeah. the Adventure Zone, yep. The sheer volume, Dungeons and Daddies, yes. The sheer volume of D and D things,
1: D and D based podcasts or actual playcasts mm-hmm. that exist mean that that shit's going to happen. As we have seen, and as I have said, I got into 40k because of TTS. Right. TTS was our was the big one. Yeah. TTS was the big fan thing that everyone loved. And that was how you introduce people to forty k. That was how I would like. I that's how I would explain show people forty k.
0: I would see. Funny enough, the person who asked this question I know personally, and I showed them TTS originally. Yeah. So yeah,
1: and as we have seen, TTS and Astartes fandom aside. Yep. It's not fandom is one thing. That's part of everything. That's part of. That's just as prevalent in D and D, even with how popular it is, or any other tabletop role-playing game. That's pre- that's everywhere. You're not going to get a away- rape. You're not going to get away from that. There will always be the people who fear change and don't like the yeah. fact that people they don't like are enjoying things that they like.
0: Yes, exactly. But beyond and that's the root yeah, of it.
1: But beyond that, well, no, it actually kind. of Because when you think about it, that's what happened to TTS.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: The executives at GW saw that people they didn't like were enjoying the things that they, in this case, the people they didn't like being people who didn't pay money,
0: pay them yes. money.
1: Yes, they did. They saw that people were enjoying Warhammer stuff for free without paying GW kickbacks and making stuff through sheer passion, or as the shit they made, like the Ultramarines movie.
0: Did they make it? They made the
1: Ultramarines movie. That was that a,
0: explains literally fucking everything about that. That was about a that. GW licensed movie. That,
1: that explains had everything a about budget. it. Budget. Astartes was made by one guy with Blender and a dream.
0: Uh huh. And that shit was amazing. Literally, this is the script that was written by Dan Abnett. Are you fucking kidding me? Yep. I hate this so much. <laughs> I hate it more now. Oh. I didn't think that was going to be possible, but I hate it more. So yeah,
1: as we have seen, the people, G- this, it's the this people who, GW, looked at TTS having fun for free, making something for the love of what they do, and not ki- paying kickbacks to them. And they were like, how dare you? And they threatened a bunch of people. They didn't directly threaten TTS. But the Sword of Damocles came down yeah. on everyone, and TTS and um, Alpha Busa read the writing on the wall.
0: Yep. They went after- Which was yeah. smart. Yes. Nobody can blame them. Yep. Yeah.
1: No one can blame Alpha Busa. This is entirely GW's fault. Everyone universally agrees that GW uh, did a fuck-up, and the people who are don't agree with that- are probably not watching this because they're all back in their GW bubble. They all yep. watch they all exclusively watch Warhammer Plus with their um Something I
0: still haven't even subscribed to by the way. Wow. I know I know nothing about it. Oh.
1: Oh boy. <laughs> so <laughs> I think if we ever at some point if we ever get big enough we can start reviewing shit. We can review all the licensed GW stuff. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that will be a fucking trip and a (laughs) (laughs) half.
1: So yeah, as we have seen, GW does not like it when people do things better than they can. Yeah. So that's why they went after the Astartes guy, and that's why they went after the Last Church and everybody else. Yeah. And that's why TTS decided to bow out while the getting was good.
0: So that's probably why it's not as more widespread is because they handle fan creation poorly. Yes. Um, what makes it so great, in my opinion, is I love the setting. Um, I'm not a big... Other than, like, Star Wars, which I'm very big into, I'm not a huge, um, science fiction fan. Um, I don't like, like, the campy fucking Star Trek and shit like that. I'm not a fan of it. Um, I respect it for what it is and, like, the things it's done. But, like... Warhammer exists in its own kind of sphere where it takes all the good things I like from like Star Wars Let's just say uh, and amplifies it. It cranks the scale up uh, Where you're not fighting, you know, 10,000 clones aren't fighting a hundred thousand battle droids Uh, a, a million space Marines are fighting a million other space Marines and it's just this epic scale of of uh, the scale is so ginormous Big number. It, it blows me away. Big number blows me away. Mm-hmm. And the the technology and its root in actual science and how it, you know, that actual science, don't quote me on that, <laughs> but like it, it, it feels it, it feels real yes. um, when you're reading it, when you're listening to it, when you're seeing it, and I love the, um, I love the tabletop. I haven't had a Proper game of tabletop in years, but I love it. I love painting the miniatures, and I think it's a very diverse, multifaceted hobby to be into. And I love the lore.
1: I got into 40k because of the memes, and over the course of seeing the memes, I came to appreciate the show, the the lore of it. Because yeah, in again, my second big 40k thing was a sabota- was an AMV. Of a of the Sabaton cover of For Whom the Bell Tolls with footage from the Ultramarines movie. Very good. Um, it is one of my favorite AMV anything's ever, and this is coming from longtime Giga nerd me, who yeah, got exactly. in. I so I lo- so I got into a lot of a, 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 there are a lot of bands I got into because of AMVs. One of those bands is, um... Slipknot. You, you may laugh. We will pause yeah, to for say you laugh. Because you, yeah, you almost said Slipknot. Are slip-not. you going to say Slipknot? Yes,
0: That's what I thought you were going to say, you stupid motherfucker. You may
1: laugh. We will pause so you may laugh. Excellent. That has been your laugh pause.
0: Un- unsainted is about as good as Slipknot gets. I'm sorry. You're allowed to have
1: an opinion. <laughs> I understand. Um... No, not Slipknot. Rob Zombie was how I got it.
0: Specific- Rob Zombie is better than Slipknot.
1: That's- sh- I- I'll- We're not here to have a metal discussion. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, if that's a discussion you- the people want, if the people demand a metal discussion, we may have one eventually.
0: <laughs> Very good. We'll have that in our- in our- on our Patreon private chat. Yes.
1: So anyway... S-
0: subscribe to the Patreon. Yes,
1: so anyway, um, I don't know if you've ever watched, like, Hell, so There's a lot of AMVs and abridged of different anime that have animes and shows that use Rob Zombie music. Specifically, Super Beast by Rob Zombie.
0: Yes, of, of course. Yes. Super Beast, Dragula, yeah. yep.
1: So, shit like that, that's part of how I got into Rob Zombie. So as someone who I kind of I do this a lot where I look at the memes of something because in a way meme the memes memes are the DNA of the soul
0: <laughs> yes sure whatever so <laughs> definitely which
1: which is to say that the memes the common jokes among community show reflects how the community feels about the thing that is being joked about so when yep. I got into 40k it was all chainsaws and dudes on top of tanks who like, drive me closer, I want to hit, yeah, them, with my to hit them with my sword. Yes. And um, I ate that shit up with a big spoon. Fair. And um, from that, I was like, but why is the man on the tank going to hit them with the sword? Yeah, fair. And then I went from that to reading about, and from there, naturally, the natural progression of that was orcs... Orcs. Space. It was orcs, then space marines in general, then space wolves, then salamanders.
0: That's fair. Yeah.
1: And then there was also a weird point where dark el, were the dark eldar, because um. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. I know. I know. You may laugh.
0: Now, dark eldar are meta right now in the, in the tabletop, yeah. so you're fine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I liked it before it was meta because I was a giant yeah. edge lord.
0: Yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> I liked it before it was cool. <laughs> So yeah. Um I believe that I like 40k. ki like 40 40- I'm not a big fantasy guy. No. Nah. even when I play like D&D, I tend to kind of like when I I play a D&D and I write worlds and stuff, I tend to write magic as like a th- like a kind of scientific system, like fireball you, requires yeah. X, Y, and Z components, and it works like this because of the physics of magic and blah blah blah. And so, right. I like 40k because it has that similar kind of structure to it. It, it has fantasy it elements, makes
0: sense. Yeah, but it too. also has
1: really big fucking guns. And as an old weeaboo. Who liked fucking old Gundam and Helsing Ultimate yeah, yeah, and shit? Yeah, yeah. I am a fan of Big Gun. <laughs> and. That's fair. When the standard troop weapon of a faction shoots bullets the size of a Red Bull can. <laughs> yep. Um, you stick with it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah,
1: I like 40. All that to say, I enjoy the lore as I have as I've actually done this podcast and hung out with Avery and my other friends who are in Warhammer, I've actually done more... Di- this actually kind of inspired me to do more digging and stuff in the lore and actually read through Lexicanum and not just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meme my way to knowledge. Right. So, I like 40k be- for similar reasons to Avery because it takes... It's this kind of... It's a middle ground between... Sci fi and fantasy, where you can have yes, where you sit down and you go through all the fucking like cyberpunk, biopunk shit that makes a yep. space marine, yep, yep. and then you have that fucker scream really loud and have a portal to
0: hell open up and have a giant yeah. demon with axes cut shit in half. And but um, on the same note, magic is real, yes, yes. check, check mark, magic is real because. Yes not of some weird crystal or a weird yes. birth defect. I mean also because of the birth defect. Yes. But also because there is literally a, a, another dimension that exists and some individuals can access the can yes. channel that through them. That makes sense in my brain. It's not just yes. the magic crystal possesses the the attunement to summon the elder being. It yes. is it it's more b- based yes. in logic my brain can understand. Yes. It's not midichlorians. It's not midichlorians. It's not some bullshit. Oh, because we say so. And because yeah. sprinkle, sprinkle, magic, magic. Yes. Which is why we get on GW
1: so hard for doing that shit whenever they do. Because when they
0: do do it, it, it stands out. Yes. It doesn't fit. Yes. Um, talking about the Eisenhorn TV show. Um, no news is not great news. <laughs> no news is bad news, I guess, in terms of TV development. Um, uh. Other than... So there are a few... Correct me if I'm wrong, because l- I know literally nothing about Warhammer Plus. Um, there are a few, like, independent animations on there. Oh, yes, there's a couple. I'm gonna open up Warhammer Plus, and I'm gonna... Because t- I I watch... So,
1: here's the thing. YouTube is full of footage of it, and Okay. all of it is of lower quality of animation than TTS, which was done in Photoshop. Yes, we knew...
0: <laughs> we knew that was gonna happen.
1: <laughs> so, it's much worse. So... I believe at some point, like, various points, I've, there's footage of, like, space marines fighting Eldar, and I've sent it... Okay. So the animation has improved. Okay. Oh, they have improved got stuff. There's stuff where they... There's actually, um... Recently, they made a thing where Krieger's and Tau fight, which looks really cool. Oh, interesting. Yeah, the animation has improved. It no longer... So, the best way... So those of you who have... Had the misfort had the fortune of um, learning about Warhammer 40K through us and are just now learning what Warhammer Plus is. Imagine you know how everybody jokes about Netflix originals, right? That's Warhammer yes. Plus. That's Warhammer Plus. So
0: focus. Um, only they made their own separate streaming service. Yes.
1: So yeah, so yeah. If you want to talk about why is Warhammer mainstream popular, they made their own Netflix that costs. Hold on, I have it open. $5.99 a month.
0: For fucking That's monthly. Animations I could have done in fucking middle school yes. on my goddamn Nokia. Okay.
1: Um, while we're doing this, I'm gonna continue talking about Eisenhorn. I want to find some there's something I wanna find on YouTube really quick.
0: There is news on Eisenhorn as of January. Um uh-huh. January of this year, 2022, which was seven months ago. Um, Eisenhorn is in development and the subject of discussions with potential distribution partners. We have made some solid progress in our writer's room and have a number of further exciting live action and animated projects in development. We remain ambitious and patient.
1: Uh, That's
0: GW and Lenten United Kingdom uh statement on Eisenhorn. I see.
1: there's There's a very... Oh, Hell's Reach is still on YouTube, by the way. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: It hasn't gone anywhere. Yep.
1: Which is good. I no, this is Oh, Exodite was good. Yeah, Exodite was good. I'm trying to find the first couple of things. There's a very specific animation thing from the Warhammer Plus where it's it has worse animation than the fucking Dawn of War games.
0: Oh, you mean the games that came out in two thousand nine? Yes.
1: Oh Good. god,
0: it's gone! Good. They took it off the <laughs> they, internet! They purged that shit, they purged that yeah. shit, don't worry about I'll it. I'll
1: find it! I swear I'll hey, find forget it! forget about it.
0: <laughs> Hammer and Bolter? Yeah,
1: Hammer and Bolter, that's it, yeah. Thank you. So yeah. Oh, this looks bad. Hammer and... This looks like a Saturday morning cartoon. Yup. You wanna see the bit with the space marines? <laughs> I found it! There's a video I was looking for. It's called Animate
0: Me Brother!
1: <laughs> so I'm just gonna send that to Avery. So um do to do do do. Shout out to
0: Janovich. Oh yeah, this guy's great. Yeah. He's the one making the live action or animating the Kriegs. Yeah. The Krieg.
1: Yeah, this guy oh, is- Oh god, good. this looks bad. <laughs> yup. Some of the best 40k slideshows Muddy can buy. <laughs> what the fuck is this? I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck? Animate you me, brother! <laughs> <laughs> Animate he shoot bullets out of his face, Krill? Really? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo oh. Look at it. Isn't it beautiful? Don't the Eldar look so fast and lightweight?
0: <laughs> yeah, like a ton of bricks. <laughs> yep. Give <laughs> <quit laughs> me enough frames per second to destroy this Zeno's <laughs> film.
1: Exactly. It wasn't enough. Exactly. So yeah, this is what we lost: TTS, wow, and Astartes okay. for.
0: That was shit. That was honestly the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Yup, so yeah. Worse than the Ultramarines movie. There's
1: your reaction content. Oh, so a lot of this shit is now in Portuguese.
0: Oh, good.
1: Well, not the videos, but the names of the stuff is in Portuguese because um, GW can't read Portuguese for some reason.
0: (laughs) That's funny as shit. So yeah. Google Translate doesn't exist in the UK.
1: it just doesn't. You gotta, have to, you gotta have a license for
0: Google Translate. You gotta have a license for that, mate. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I apologize to all of our UK listeners yes. for that. Of which we, of we have Irish, a, not English. Which we, Of which of we a have surprising a amount, lot, yeah. somehow. <laughs> Apologies for that. Uh, so, yeah. Okay, so yes, thank you for your question. Um, hopefully, Eisenhorn's better than whatever horse shit I just witnessed with my <laughs> eyeballs. Um, next question comes from Pontus. Thank you for sending your question, Pontus. Uh, he says, hello from Sweden. I've been listening to your show and just finished the last episode today. I was wondering if you had stopped making the podcast or if you haven't gotten around to making more episodes. Either way, I hope you make more soon, because I really enjoy your work and I want to learn about other legions in Primarchs, especially the Raven Guard and the Alpha Legion. Two of my favorite legions. Uh, and fun fact, we are still making it. Yes. Uh, also, I don't know if you're still t- taking questions for the Q&A, but if you are, then what's your favorite 40k faction that's not the Imperium? Um, hmm. That's a good question. I mean, does Chaos count as a separate faction?
1: Uh, yeah, we'll say it. Because yeah, I counts. I
0: I really fuck with Chaos Space Marines.
1: Yes. Again, that's... I've seen his card in The Betrayer. It's very good.
0: Thank you, thank you. Yeah, probably Chaos Space Marines are gonna be... And if, if you say, like, Oh, that's just a period color differently, then, okay, go fuck yourself, first off. Secondly, I would say... Um, I like the Eldar. I like Craftworld Eldar. No, I like, um, fucking Yurvain and their death cult. Yeah.
1: Those are cool. Um,
0: uh, but I obviously prefer fucking Chaos Space Rings. Yeah. What about yourself? Um, orcs. <laughs> yeah, fair. Orcs. Reasonable. Big- I'm sorry, did that Eldar just use fucking wind magic to slow its descent? Yes. <laughs>
1: I want to point out, the video that I- so what I sent Avery was the uh, fucking sizzle reel for Hammer and Bolter. <laughs> so, what Avery is looking at right now is the shit that GW is proud of.
0: <laughs> Why is this so- this is from the actual Warhammer's YouTube channel. Yep. This is actually them. Why does the Eldar have a chainsword? No, Eldar
1: have chainswords. Do- no, they don't? Yeah, they do.
0: Eldar use fucking the the thin razor blades. No, they do. I think you're lying. To Hold me. on. They do. I remember. This was horrible. This was bad.
1: <laughs> I know they do. Yeah, it's called the Scorpion chainsword. Sword. That's it's a striking bullshit. it's a striking Scorpion's weapon, specifically. Mm, anger. Yes. So, in case you guys want to complain about GW and being lazy, they made a chain sword for every faction. Because these guys, the, str- the Eldar have these things, and the Orcs have the giant fuck off cleavers. Yeah. That are
0: how lazy can you be, GW? Yep. Please, for the love of
1: God! Hey, chainsaw swords are cool. I mean, yeah.
0: They're like a fundamental op- basis. Yeah.
1: On, they're like the opposite of a lightsaber.
0: Yeah, they are, you're right.
1: Even though the Eldar are like weebs with fucking winged hussar <laughs> shoulder pads.
0: Yeah, they are. It's bad. So
1: yeah. We we can joke about... we know the thing about this is we we've spent enough time here to make jokes all day about all the shit that GW has ripped off, and yet they had the audacity to sue someone for enjoying <laughs> <Yeah>. things. <laughs> I mean we can talk about how they released the fucking Cataching Guard shit and their fucking commander is just fucking Carl Weathers
0: Mm mm-hmm it's literally just a screen cap rendered into a 3d 3d model yep which is funny but fuck you yeah (laughs) you hypocrites yep so yeah so okay orcs Orcs, chaos big orc guy
1: I actually liked orcs before Space Marines because so there is a story behind that which is uh, I liked 40k and then I, I was watching Arch Warhammer. And then I watched Arch Warhammer say racist shit. And I was like, <laughs> he's like, no. And then I read through the comments. Because I was, like, young at the time. I was, like, 14, 15, I was, like, 15, 16. And it was like, this, he's just speaking in the tone of the Imperium. And I was like, wow, the Imperium is super racist. You know what's not racist? <laughs> These guys who just want to beat the fuck out of shit for, for, for beating the fuck out of shit's sake.
0: Forever never and ever. Bad. Orcs
1: are just fun.
0: Orcs are fun. Yeah. Even their books are fun. <laughs> I've never read an or I've never read a Xenos book. I only read Horus Heresy and I only read fucking chaos space Marine books. I see. Um there, It's a problem I there have. There aren't know. a lot
1: of orc stories, but the ones that yeah, do I exist know. are very fun because it's basically just to die or make A funny little man, and he told me he was a rememberer, and then he said, he asked me a bunch of stupid Yumi questions about shit, things like supply lines, and ammunition manufacturing, and I just told him he was asking stupid Yumi questions and he needed to polish my boots, otherwise I would feed him (laughs) to Squeaky Jr., and then I ate Squeaky Jr., and it was fun.
0: The end. Yeah, that's probably more narratively driven than half the shit uh, Aaron densky Bowden has written. (laughs) No. Before you talk about any of the other shit, we need to remember Jacques Draco. Oh, yes. Fuck. Who wrote that book? Ian Watson! Who wrote Draco? Ian Watson! That motherfucker! I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. Not in the way you want me to. Not in the way you want me to.
1: Ian fucking once. I'm gonna
0: choke you non-consensually, you fucking gremlin.
1: <laughs> no matter how bad Aaron domboski Bowden gets, we have to never forget Jacques Draco.
0: God, I hope I fucking do someday.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. Chaos-based marines, orcs. Again, I used to be in a dark Eldar because, um, you know, child hormones Edgy. and Lilith Hesperax. and Yes. Edgy. <laughs>
0: Okay, uh, thank you for your question. Uh, our last question is probably the most important. Um, would Magnus the Red be Team Edward or Team Jacob?
1: Do we have to do this one?
0: Unless <laughs> <laughs> listener sent it in. Well, answer the fucking question. Would Magnus the Red be Team Edward or Team Jacob? Okay, the answer is obviously Team Edward
1: because he hates I werewolves. I agree completely. Yes, I mean, we, he hates furries. Yeah, he has a track record about wolves. Exactly. Yep. (laughs) So, obviously. And plus, um, brooding, misunderstood, whiny bitch boy. Absolutely. (laughs) Would
0: absolutely fit in with... Yes. Yeah, Edward Cullen. Absolutely. I agree completely. Yes. So... So that is all the questions we have been submitted. Yes. Through the interwebs. Yes. Thank you to
1: all of you. And before we continue, because... This is about an hour and 10 minutes. Before we wrap up, I want to do the um, weirdest. I want to do, play everyone's favorite game. What country?
0: (laughs) What obscure country country do you listen to us from? Yes. Last time we played, the answer was Was Jakarta. Oh, yes, you are correct. Last time it
1: was Jakarta, Indonesia. So Let us see see this
0: time... It is... Um, well, there's three from Unknown, so that's a little frightening. I see. Um... I see that, um... Morocco! <laughs>
1: Unknown. I just like to think that, you know, the fuck... People are listening to us on fucking Mother Base. <laughs> yeah, just exactly. on a fucking mercenary oil rig in the Seychelles Islands. Just, <laughs> mm, mm, Colonel. <laughs> it's like, Snake, what are you listening to? Hmm, Colonel. I'm trying to listen to these two nerds talk about Warhammer 40K, but our internet yeah. connection is dog shit. <laughs> because we're in the middle of an oil rig on an island. So, like, are you using a VPN? No. Well, then they're gonna know we're not on an island. We're in international water. Why are you not using a VPN, Snake? Because I don't want to. I have to go all the way up there. Because VPNs inherently VPN are problematic. Button. Yeah. <laughs> go all the way over there and physically turn on the VPN. And I don't want to.
0: <laughs> is that solid snake in the room with me? What the fuck <laughs> just happened?
1: No, you don't, that was the whole, I, I was trying to do the solid snake, but my was trying, laughing too hard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, Morocco is the winner this week. I see. Thank you, Morocco, greetings. for listening. I, I know, greetings. I know
1: nothing, uh, Garnets, I think, that's all I
0: know. Sounds Guard it's about and right and vaguely Jones. problematic.
1: I I know nothing about Morocco. I am an American. I don't Sounds need to know shit about. Vaguely problematic,
0: if you ask me. I'm an
1: American. I don't need to know about other countries.
0: <laughs> Rather insensitive and problematic. <laughs> we we apologize, Morocco. Yes. we do not have problems. Yes, with you.
1: we have no problems. We just don't know anything because of the American education system.
0: Send us send us an email. Yes. Tell us, tell us about yourself. Yes, please. I would legitimately love to know more. And that goes for everybody else as well. Yes. We have an email. It's at thebattlebrothercast.com. Uh, yes. We have an Instagram, and we're going to be active on there soon. Yep. Uh, it's at thebattlebrothercast. Um, yes. How yeah. are we going uh, to post Instagram posts about a podcast? Well yeah. we'll, we'll figure it out. It's a, you might ask yourself, but brothers yes. this is an all audio medium Yes, <laughs> you need pictures to post on instagram and to that i say go fuck yourself uh we will also be starting a patreon if you're interested yes. and maybe a merch store yes. if you're interested uh, uh email us yes
1: let us know to um season the patreon deal um i avery is the one who actually edits all of our podcasts he's the I one do. who edits the podcast that you hear
0: it takes all of my free
1: time yes it is very intensive However, (laughs) um, I have been working on the meme cut in between work and school and making shit for people. Um... It is frightening. I've sent him audio, auditory footage from that. It contains stuff like the actual Rickroll music, actually backwards-played Rebecca Black's Friday, more pufferfish offs than should be reasonable, and way... Way, way too many clips of Dr. Robotnik from the ancient days of old-school YouTube.
0: Yeah, so if you want to hear all of that horse shit... Yeah. If you want to hear that bullshit, then uh, swing us. We're gonna swing swing yourself on down. I don't know what kind of metaphor I was going for there. Go to the Patreon page that will be popping up probably in the description of this episode. Yes. Please, I need a deadline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, sir, this shit never going to it. get.
1: Yeah. Yes. And I ha- I'm working on other stuff as well because honestly, um, it is my gift to my friend Avery that I create these labors of none. I have a bunch of voice shit that's already there where I prat. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere on the a long time ago, I recorded what I thought the Primark voices were going to sound like. <laughs> So if you want to hear... So if you want to hear that... You want to hear me talk to myself.
0: (laughs) For, like, a staggeringly long time. (laughs) It's going on, like, eight minutes. Eight and a half minutes or something. Uh, So, probably a good three hours of bonus content will be available on the Patreon page. Yep. Uh, but with that... Uh, we will leave you here. Uh, we will be back with a normally themed episode uh, about um, the arch trader himself, Horseflipper. Yes. Pa- uh, until then. Ave Imperator. Ave Imperator.